Hi, everybody. This is Jim Cornette, pro wrestling legend, and you're listening to the Book in the Territory Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. This is the artist formerly known as Daryl Van Horn, James Mitchell, the Sinister Minister, and I'm here to let you know I would rather slam my cock in a car door than to miss the dulcet tones of Hard Body Harper, my illegitimate son on Booking the Territory podcast. Who <laughs> messy this is professional wrestler Jimmy Vine, the Boogie Wicker Man. Tell my people, my brothers and sisters, don't you dare, don't you dare miss Booking the Territory. Oh, yeah. This is a one man gang. You're listening to Booking the Territory Pro Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to this week's episode of Book in the Territory, the Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast, where today we are talking NWA Saturday night on TBS for February the 17th of 1990. I'm sitting here with Doc and not Hard Body Harper. Harper's supposed to be joining us. He's showing green on his little bubble, but he's not picking up. So, Doc, how are you until the superstar decides to join us? Maybe he's clipping his toes again. I don't know. We know, Tony. Baby Doll and I just got back. From a very exclusive Mexican vacation. Uh, JJ set us up in a really exclusive resort. want to thank him for that. Uh, but then I got back into town. And I heard that. Mike Dusty Crockett was out here running his mouth. Let me tell you something Crockett. I'm the walking, talking. Living and breathing. Cash Hip money jiving, socializing. Cash money printer for booking the territory. You got that, pal? Seriously, you couldn't find somebody else to do the show, Mike? I think Crockett's This is the best you could person. do? I'm not entertaining you right now. You couldn't get Sparks Fourth Coast or... Little I thought about going to I thought about going to Sparks, but um, you know Crockett hadn't done a show with us in a while, so I thought it'd be a good idea. Plus, he's an experienced podcaster. Oh yeah. Well, why don't why don't you just do this? Why don't you just have Harper show up on time, and you and Harper do it? Man. <laughs> good all luck with sudden, that. All of a sudden, that cash money printer thing i just said is true all you people out there that that hate me you don't know the role i play on this show because mike would kill harper if i wasn't here to prevent it that's not true you get fussy because he's late you you get fussy because he's late you get fussy because he won't talk when he's supposed to why do you lie man come on it's not good Hey, man, I set up camp down there in Mexico on the beach waiting for some of the army to show up and have a beer with me, and nobody did. Well, nobody likes you. Maybe that's Mm -mm. why. That's not true. I have have many fans all over the world. Name them. People. People. That's your... All right. 
Well, there's so many you... that there's so many, and I'm here to talk wrestling tonight. And I don't want to just. This isn't about me. That's the whole thing I've been trying to tell you. It's always about you. That's the problem. But whatever. Well, where is the superstar? Is he out? Is he out on the street with with D Man, uh, hustling on on the huge fucking arms uh, street team trying to sell tickets to the big show they got coming up? July thirty first, yeah, Middle Louisiana, saw, Grace saw, King High School. Yeah, I saw Swole Arms. Up and on social media begging people to come because the ticket sales. Are we going to have to swoop in and save this thing again? I tell you what, there's a whole lot of BTT members mm-hmm. heading down. Lots. I mean, li- and, and there's only like two or three of them that are actually from the area. Like the rest right. of them are actually coming in from out of town. And I told him that. I told Mr. Huge on I said, look, pal, let me tell you something. We're helping to put asses in the seats of your building. That's right. right. So you just you remember imagine, that. Can you imagine the metaphorical ass whipping? Not physical. Metaphorical ass whipping that Darren the D-Man is going to take when the BTT Army lays eyes on him in that gym. The best part about it is they're going to want to take pictures with him, and I think that's tremendous. <laughs> Cause he's gonna, he's gonna soak it up like a. Oh, he's like, gonna be oh. hitting the RVD pose for himself, dude. Man, I did some reconnaissance on him a couple of nights ago. I was looking at his Facebook profile. You know, in his first thirty pictures, he's got as many pictures of the champ as he does himself. <laughs> now. <laughs> I'm just I'm just asking what other dude do you know that's got as many pictures of another dude in their profile pictures as they do themselves? How many pictures of dudes do you have in your in your profile pictures? In my actual profile pictures? Yeah. Oh god, I don't know. I don't I mean, not you and a dude. Very very not Little, evil can evil jump in uh, jump in the Grand Canyon. I mean, just a, a headshot of a man. Uh, yeah, bro. I don't know, man. I'm just saying. You got to hear Harper talk about him offline when he's not on the show. It is. It's a shame because the red light's not running. But he, he was telling me a story. He's now he's telling me he's on. Okay, I tried to call you. What? Oh, just he's texting me now. Um. He was telling me this story about this this girl that D Man gave up a lot <laughs> for. He was like, "Dude, he's a mark. He's a uh." It's there's some funny stories offline that I've that I've heard. Uh, hold on, let me text him, Doc. But go ahead, continue with um the the profile you're looking at. Oh, there he no, is. I, oh, hey, 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 hey. You, you've been out. Are you late? Because you've been out selling tickets to the big Wildcat show coming up. No. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't care. My Those tickets is, sell themselves, man. You would that think, but like, I heard, I heard ticket sales. I heard ticket sales are a little low. I, you know, I am trying my best to move around a few things so that I can clear up my schedule and get down there. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, do it. I'm trying, man. I was gonna hop in the car with Mike. But Sasha, Sasha said no. She's afraid if Mike and I get in the car together. But you're like, fuck, I don't want to get pulled over by the cops every f- fucking 20 minutes. Come on. 
Yeah, but they Hover. wouldn't they want me in the car so that I could talk them at talk you know talk. Oh yeah, you're the yeah you're the translator. Yeah, that's fucked up. Doc, <laughs> Doc, tell Harper what you just told me about Darren's profile pictures. Oh, I was I was in a little Facebook stalking the other night. That guy in his first like thirty pictures has as many pictures of Luke as he does himself. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and fucking Batman. Yeah. The champ yeah. and Batman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Living a dream, brother. <laughs> so, if you got the house of hard body, um, in in, in training, who who's got who in your stables got big matches that that night? All of them. Okay. Well, would you like to care to elaborate any? No. Okay. Well, hey. Good seats are still available. Wrestlers are going to be there, and Harper's going to manage some of them. That's How right. That? Pockets for your stuff. Shoes for your feet. Ruse. Oh, boy. You're going to have to set up, Mike. You're going to have to pull this thing out of the ditch. I'll be there if I can, but you're going to have to set up a booth uh, and do a live broadcast and have uh, patrons come by and, and shoot the shit on the air with you to sell tickets to this thing. Sure. I bet there's yeah, going to sure. be a big walk-up, though, because, man, people are excited about getting out of their house and going to do shit these days. Yeah. It's got, like, 300 pre-sold. All right, real quick, real quick, uh, before we go further, uh, shout-out to Disrespectfully Classy, Marky Blassie, Mike Childry, Jeremy Priest, Joe Ice. Thank you for your generous patronage each and every month and for keeping this show going. And additionally, a couple of other shout-outs. Chris Browning, he's a longtime Hall of Fame patron. I remember the reason I'm pointing him out is because he moved over to annual. Thanks, Chris. See you in July, pal. Uh, Jesse Fleming is a new patron. Harold Whitaker, a new patron, a uh, longtime listener as well. Thanks, Harold. Uh, he moved over to, or he became annual. And then Mark Quarles, he was one of our people who was still on Podbean. And Mark made the move to Patreon. So thank you, Mark, for doing so. Uh, and if you're not a patron, become one. Tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. Get access to the clash that was just done. We've got a paper, we've got a pay-per-view coming up soon as well. And Doc and I did a kind of a watch along to Mick Foley versus Mil Moscaris just now. I know we covered it at the clash, but you know, Doc cut a promo on Crockett because you know he's a salty bastard and he needed to do he needed to be a spot monkey and get his shit in too. So we did a like kind of like a watch along with uh on Mill and Cactus. Plus, Doc added a couple of thoughts where he talked about some of the quotes from uh Mick Foley's book regarding that match. So it was pretty good, but you know, Doc had to get his shit in because he's a mark for himself. Anyway, Doc, um what's going on? You got a shout out, don't you? Uh yeah. Uh long time listener, right? I mean Going way back, correct? Uh, if, we're, if we're speaking of Randy right now, Randy Miller? Randy yes. Miller, very, yeah. Very, very long time listener. Well, I, I got word sent to me through a, a carrier pigeon that he has been enjoying the uh, dark side of the ring, the biography talks. We've had a lot of shit on TV recently for us to be able to do some pre-show patron episodes, really dig in and, and uh, watch some wrestling-adjacent uh, content. Um, Mike, you and I might need to talk about that China documentary. You see that? I still haven't watch seen it. that yet. Bruh. I gotta it's, watch. It didn't record, so I gotta find it and watch it. How old is that? Because she's been dead for a while. Well, she's, that's she's part of the documentary. Like, they they do they, is them recovering the footage and then repurposing like it. The Blair Witch Project, sort of. It's a found footage documentary 
Yeah, but her manager's a sleaze ball. Her director is on heroin, and her producer's in love with her. And she's taking all the drugs. What could go wrong? Everybody I know that's seen it, Hopper, like literally all they can say is, dear God, she was surrounded by garbage. It's almost surprising. It's almost surprising that she lasted as long as she did. Which is sad to say, but yes, just leeches and bad people, Harper. Again, I didn't see it. I'm just mentioning what was communicated to me. But anyway, uh, let's don't lose the the headline here. Uh, Randy, we appreciate your patronage and your long-time dedication to the Army. Um, And also, um, it's, it's... not as hot in Texas as it usually is right now. So we're blessed and being a blessing, aren't we, Mike? Damn, that's yeah, good. Because we're getting rain. It's just humid, uh-huh. but I'll take the rain. Hubbard, I don't think you realize it, dude. It gets so dry here. It's almost like a desert, but it's not. The ground turns to concrete. Concrete. Like Damn. you couldn't drive a spike into it unless you had a mallet. But, but, it's, yeah, this, but yeah. it's still kind of humid in the air. It's fucked up. We should move. Mike, let's get a place somewhere and move. Move in with you? Uh, I'm actually really clean. Could you see... I I didn't mean it to be gay. No, no, no. Listen. Could (laughs) you see you... Could you see... Oh, I got a better one. Me, you, Mrs. Doc, Sasha, the mother-in-law, the kids, and Hopper under all under one roof. Sure. How big yeah. is the house? Oh no, that's what I'm saying. Maybe it was a. If, let's say it's a mansion. But can you imagine that? Yeah, we'd I'm be just in gonna trouble. go. I'm gonna go get some nails and a hammer and make sure my door's closed. And y'all can do whatever <laughs> the fuck you want. Oh, I thought you was about to say I'm gonna go get a nail and hammer so to make sure you, you and your people don't come in here and steal anything. That's I nice. That were, I thought that's what you were about to say. Come on. I know how your mind why, works. Why has it got to be like that with you? Why? Because you make everything racial. It sounds like you are. No. All right, Doc, how about we get into some wrestling, man? Uh, Sure. Are we into February yet? Well, let me ask you yeah. a question. Do you have anything else? Because it's February 17th tonight. Well, 17th, that means we just had what great holiday? Valentine's Day. That's right. <laughs> what were you doing on February 14th, 1990, fellas? Probably sitting at the house watching uh, Growing Pains. You get a little crank, you know, session like your boy uh, J- J- Javorski, the f- freaking moron in the Facebook group. How many times yeah. do you think you cranked it that day? Oh, God. Three, four. Because, okay. I mean, as soon as you get home from school, it's on. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I mean, fuck, I don't know how it was. As soon as you got home, you take a shit. You'll fucking eat a sandwich or something, and then it was. Come on. I'd say in 1990, I was probably out on a date with some growing pains in my pants. Mm. I got an email like about four or five weeks ago from somebody. Or maybe it was a tweet. I don't even remember now. And they were saying, Can you guys stop talking about trigonal? <laughs> was like... it from Darren? No, no. Oh, man. 
Y'all got to stop talking about jerking off so much. <laughs> Y'all jerk off so much in a shower that when it rains, you get a hard on. Come on. Hall proposed a meme one time. <laughs> it was like this dolphin humanoid looking creature that <laughs> that the shower drain gave birth to from... <laughs> Constant from cranking it in the shower too often. Come on, you've never seen that one, Doc. I don't think so. Uh, God, hey, I heard y'all been having problems over in the Facebook group. Is that right? Yeah, it's it's just it's just guys having fun. I mean, what can you do, right? All right. Um, on that particular note. I'm sharing my screen, fellas, and we're going to start talking about NWA Saturday Night on TBS from February the 17th of 1990. We're coming off, uh, well, it's uh, a week and a half ago now that the clash was, and they show another replay of what went down with the Horseman and Sting. We beat that horse to death on this show. Uh, we are live from the Georgia Mountain Center in Gainesville, Georgia, with JR and Corny on commentary. I guess I said we beat the horse to death, but I should ask you, Doc, uh, course correction here happened as far as you go and your favorite horseman got kicked out. Did you have any thoughts on this? Talk about cranking one. Jeez. Wow. If wrestling's ever going to make me have to beat off, that would probably be a, a contender. What is your problem? We got Corny and JR on commentary and the horseman kicked out Sting. I, I don't have any problems. <laughs> the world is um, all aces, pal. So, course correction is what you're saying. Is it happened and you were fine with it? Yeah. All right. And he got hurt. I mean, I guess that was a special bonus for you. You were look. I don't happy for injuries, that. but if they happen in the normal course of play, then you know it is what it is. That is bull crap because you are a sports fan and you cheer for injuries on your opponent's team. That's nice. Only the Eagles. Like no, the bastard for the and the Lakers last night. He's all right. Yeah, only the only the Eagles and the Lakers, Yankees. Exactly, only, huh? But anyway, uh, so Jr. and Corny are on commentary, like Doc said. And at the very start of the show, Jr. has an announcement to make, and he says that Luger is taking Sting's place at Wrestle War due to Sting's injury that they broke the news of at the very end of last week's Saturday night episode. So there you go. Sting's out officially for sure. Uh, and Luger is going to wrestle uh, Flair at Wrestle War. So stay tuned to see how that goes. We then go to the first match. It's Doug Furness versus Jacko Victory. I've kind of said this a million times. Doug Furness is a freaking phenomenal athlete. I don't know what else I can say about him. The leapfrogs, the drop kicks. We've mentioned it a few times now here. Doc, you weren't here last week when Furnace wrestled. Any thoughts? Man, this was a good match. I mean, we know Victory can go, and it really made Furnace look good, I thought. Yeah. That little fella in the ring is a problem, though. Describe what, who who are you talking about the little fella for the people that can't see it. Lord Littlebrook, he needs to bring me a refill on my tea at Medieval Times. <laughs> the little fella, Harper, you have any thoughts on this match besides kind of what we've already talked about related to Furnace the last couple of weeks? I'm just thinking, how many fucking different gimmicks is he gonna have? I mean, what's he gonna come back 
to come out next week dressed like a fucking astronaut. Goddamn pronouns, pal. We. He means Jack Victory. Come on. Yeah. Man. Use some context clues, you dumbass. I mean, we've kind of talked about it. Victory is uh... I a... Mean, he's going to be in that. He's going to be. No, he's going to be in that New Zealand thing for a while. Because even into 92, they're in the tag team tournament in Smoky Mountain. And they're New Zealanders. No, no, no. He's not a New Zealander right now. What is he's he? the royal? Fa- he's he's he's, he's the like royal a family. No, he's the royal family. It's so him he's and British. He dresses like I'm... a Three Musketeer, like like from the candy <laughs> bar, like like with the hat and the fucking like how Laura Doc. Littlebrook is dressed. I feel yeah, like this Doc, is the time. Where have when... you been? I feel like this is the time when Triple H asked Kofi, "Didn't you used to be Jamaican?" I mean, kind of. I mean, we've talked about this, though. Victory has had a million gimmicks. And, so um, he's British yeah. now. Again, they're the royal family. <laughs> Take that for what it's worth. Uh, well, let's keep going. Furnace is going to win again. He's just an athlete. I, I don't yeah, know how to say dude. it, man. Like, Fuck, I don't know look why at, he, didn't, he didn't get farther. He's short. You think that's why? The, the freaking... Dude, I am amazed at just the leapfrogs. Mm-hmm. And then he, and then that that freaking drop kick where he basically goes backwards, like he does a backflip off the drop kick. It, I mean, like it's amazing. He he's just a tre- like I don't know how else to say it, man. He is a tremendous athlete. Uh, what happened to his brother? We litigated that. I don't know. He's still playing football at this time, huh? No, I don't know when. When was he playing? I don't even know the years he played. Like anyone, all I know is, know. all I know is, Mike Furness and Smoky Mountain. Don't waste your time watching it, and we'll go to the next promo uh, or first promo. We got Brian Pillman. Oh boy, we got to hear what Pillman's got to say. Here it is, ladies and gentlemen. If you were with us here on a program last week, you heard comments flying. Brian made directed toward Nature Boy Rick Flair. And Brian, in case the fans did not hear those comments, what did you have to say? Well, Jim, you know, through the course of an athlete's career, you experience a lot of disappointments. The physical ones you get over, it's the emotional ones that stay with you a long time. And I experienced a very emotional hurt this past week at the Clash of the Champions involving Sting and the Four Horsemen. What I want to say to you now, Ric Flair, is I'm asking you to come out here and look me in the eye and tell me what happened. Because when I first came into the NWA, you reached out and you shook my hand and you said, Brian Pillman, Anytime I can ever do anything for you, you tell me. And I'm asking you that right now. Well, Nature Boy Ric Flair is here with Woman. We've heard that they have uh, some sort of association. And uh, Rick, you heard what Blind Brian had to say about this situation. Let me be the first to say that Pillman, during the short period of time that you had an opportunity to travel with me to learn from me, you came a long ways, pal. But like everything else in life, things come to an end. Just like Sting, just like everybody else that's ever gotten away the, the horsemen, things come to an end. And pal, just because you played football for the Cincinnati Bengals, and you're a friend of Boomer Esiason, who did the Bengals ever beat? Who have you ever beat? If you don't like what I did, if you don't like what I'm saying, then shut me up. Put on your wrestling tights and get in that ring. 
right here tonight in front of all these people. Shut me up. Hey, come here. You can see I'm traveling in some heavy company. What do you think about this punk, huh? Tell a woman. Brian, I don't think you know the difference between men and boys. <laughs> I certainly do, and I also know the difference between a lady and a tramp. Hey, hey. Wait a minute, pal. That was a bad thing to say. You see, now, now, you let your mouth overload your ass. Put on your tights and be in that ring. You got an hour to get it done. Understand that? Yeah, I understand it. Why don't you take a good look at yourself in the mirror and tell me what you see? We're all real impressed, nature boy, with your Porsche sunglasses, your $1,200 suits, your alligator shoes. Let me tell you something, leave your visions of the nightlife, the after-party, after-hour parties, back in the locker room because I'm coming after your ass. All right, fans, uh, Brian Bryant and Ric Flair will wrestle right here today, and we'll be right back. So, Doc, I'm going to ask you first, Hopper, you as well. Do y'all remember when... I'm writing down this address so that I can send Sting my best wishes. Oh, boy. And they get a catalog Um... six weeks later. (laughs) Yeah. Do y'all remember the promo where Flair... Like, they're literally quoting something that Flair did say. Like, Flair really touted him. There was an episode of Saturday Night months ago where he was like, you know, he just put over Pillman. Young talent, great kid, you know. So Pillman's like calling back on that. And I was wondering, Doc, if you remember that. Mm, sure. Of course you don't. That's nice. Anyway. So what did you uh with all that said, Doc, what'd you think of this? I actually think Flair swallowed him up right there. And he got a little flustered at the end of what he was still yelling at him and Flair was gone. <laughs> That's true. Mm-hmm. And it was just because how good Rick was. I mean, who have you ever beat? I'm sorry that this is shattering your your little brain, but it is what it is. And then woman eviscerated him too. Yeah, so, he needed he, Tom Zink to help him. That's right. No, he didn't. Jesus, yeah, he Lord. did. <laughs> did I mean you didn't think it was good at all, Doc? No, I thought it was great. Uh, the lady in a tramp thing. Yeah, I thought Pillman was good. I just think he was trying to get more in at the end because it was Flair and Flair was gone. But yeah, Flair, Flair just turned his back on him. Like, you're you're not worth my time. I'm out of here. Yeah, but no, Flair was phenomenal. Pillman was good, and I want to see him wrestle. And I'm sorry, I'm, but I'm getting a slight erection right here. Oh, because he's watching Sting get turned uh-huh. on again. Um. Hopper, what did you have from Pillman or Flair, if anything else? I want to see him. Well, they are going to fight. That means yes. we think yes. We think Harper now is admitting that he's watched the program. I did watch it. <laughs> yeah, let's get it on. <laughs> I had this and fucking Home Improvement on in the background. What a terrible show. Well. On that note, we're going to go now to Jim Ross, who's going to throw it to a segment with Sting in the hospital, which Doc cranked off some more for. Here it is. I really can't believe that you're happy about this whole situation. I love it. I love the whole thing. Sting deserved everything that he got. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I went to the hospital soon after the surgery. I wish you'd go to the hospital. And I had a chance to speak with him. As many of you fans know, shortly after the Clash of Champions on February the 6th, 
the horseman attack sting in a non-wrestling related uh, incident that surgery has been completed and I gotta know how you feeling well when I first blew my knee out I knew that it was bad so bad to the point where I wouldn't be able to wrestle flair for the world title and because I can't wrestle him because I've wanted it so bad depression obviously set in I went to the doctor there in Corpus Christi they finally wheeled me out to go to my hotel room and uh, on the way out hundreds of people out there especially little kids with their face painted and a haircut just like mine chanting get well sting and as corny as it might sound you know it kept my head above water I, I know that uh, I was there and it was uh, certainly a heartwarming experience now that you've had the surgery how long will you be out of wrestling well the doctors don't seem to be too optimistic about it they're saying six months maybe a year because it's a patella tendon it's a major tendon that runs right through the knee and without that you're practically helpless but uh, of course you know my attitude and, and uh, where I come from and, and I'm saying less than six months or a year I'm not gonna listen to the doctors because of your injury Lex Luger has been uh, elevated to the world championship match at Russell War on Sunday night February 25th in Greensboro what are your thoughts on that uh, taking yourself out of the situation but what are your thoughts on that match and are you gonna be watching oh I'm definitely gonna be watching and my thoughts are of, of course I don't have the greatest of feelings for the total package Lex Luger but then again I have even worse feelings for the nature boy Ric Flair and the horseman and I'm gonna watch with a very close eye and actually hope that the total package Lex Luger will manhandle him and take the title from him. That's the worst thing for Flair is that title, you know. Without that title, he's like a, I want to say a crybaby. He's, he's just going to be a, a whimpering little punk. And I hope that Luger can do the job, because I think I could have done it. Saying you're going to uh, watch it, are you going to be at ringside in Greensboro? Well, I don't know if they'll allow me to sit ringside with the, you know, the, the cast and crutches and and the horseman nearby you never know what's going to happen next but uh if i can get the opportunity to sit ringside you know i will ladies and gentlemen we're going to keep you updated on the progress of sting each and every week here on uh, our television broadcast he's healing up and we'll give you an address later in the program where you can write to sting and reporting from the doctor's offices with sting i'm jim ross for world championship wrestling well, he's going to be out of action. The doctor says six months to one year. Now, be honest. Do you think he'll ever come back? Well, I certainly hope he'll so. He'll never yes, come back. He do. doesn't have the guts to come back. Well, that's wrong. The horseman will just fix him up again. Fans, will be back, and we're going to talk to Lex Luger and the horseman. What an hour. Coming up. Dude, let me ask you first, Hopper. How did Sting come across there to you? Like he's high. Okay, I wasn't expecting that, but I can see like why you would say that. Fuck. I can see that. And, and, and I love when he says, oh, well, I'm not going to listen to the doctors. Come on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, oh, oh, okay, it's all a hoax. <laughs> <laughs> fuck. How stupid was that to say? Oh, on this show, we follow the science. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm not going to listen to, to the doctors. Fuck it. I just let them put me under and cut me open and sew me back together, but fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> Doc, you know what that reminds me of? Um, So the last world-class show that Lance and I did was they made the announcement that Kerry had his motorcycle accident. Mm. So Kevin is doing a promo with Bill Mercer at ringside in the sportatorium. And Kevin says, Bill Mercer asked him about it, and Kevin goes, 
yeah, 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 you know, um, the, 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 the doctors are saying, you know, three months, but Carrie's saying one month. And uh, I'm put, put, I'm gonna put my money on on, on Carrie, and like, you know, it's easy for us now, like, because you know we didn't know at the time. You know, you look at that and you say, okay, but now you're like, bro, he didn't have a chance to come back in a month. He didn't have a chance to come back in three, much less one. So anyway, I, it made me laugh when um. But you know, remember back then when people. that shit? I mean, we've come a long way in medical science, and that that used to be a big deal when you started ripping shit in your knee. Oh, I mean, yeah, I mean, that that's the thing. You know, a torn knee ligament back many years ago was, wasn't a death sentence. Well, I'm hoping it done. takes longer because that means less time, I, you know, more time without staying. And that sounds oh. great. All right. So, so what was your deal? Thoughts. I actually thought Sting was pretty good there. I think he came across as just a jerk off, dude. Yeah, like he was just all like nonchalant, like, can't hey, fuck well, off. He is yeah. a jerk, but at least he no, wasn't I mean, trying like, Here's the thing, it felt more natural than his just howling and shit. He just came across as like just this conceited, just arrogant. It was kind of slimy, to be honest with you, with the sunglasses indoors. Sunglasses indoors screams just, you're a prick. Yes. And and like I was like he's got sunglasses. What is this? No, I'm supposed to be feeling sympathetic towards you or empathetic towards you because you blew out your knee, and now I'm looking at you like what? The? And I I ain't got no problem with Sting, but I look at that segment and go, why the hell would they do that? Now they're smarter people booking this than me, but damn, I mean Harper, you agree? Yeah, I thought it was his best promo ever. Wow. No, you're just now you're full of it. Eh, it was just ugh. But we'll keep moving. Unless you've got something else, Doc. He's out, man. Let's watch some shows. <laughs> uh we go to a bunch of commercials, uh replays, almost all of them. I think maybe Tommy Lasorda baseball might have been new, but Boy, that was the shit. I'm not sure. Boy. Uh, your 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 buddy on Facebook, Chris Chris Zauha, not Zaucha. Zaucha, Zaha. Well, no, he says it's he posted, I think a couple weeks ago, and and, and said it's Zauha, not Zaucha Harper. Zauha. Just say it how it's look. I don't care what kind of gymnastics your people had to do when they landed here at Ellis Island. Just say it like it's spelled, okay? Yeah, we don't. Uh-huh. We do not have time to go through all this bullshit on phonetic spelling of your name. Yeah, dude. He look, Lemmy. I, I love that dude. Said he just is, like it's spelled for a reason. I love that dude. He is the nerdiest looking white dude you'll ever see, and he loves the sisters. <laughs> Who? Chris Zauha. Yeah. Oh, he lo- ever notice how my my buddy Darren Oliver, not Darren D Man, my buddy Darren Oliver, posts the picture in the Facebook for the Rangers. Group. Yeah. No, he posts pictures in the Facebook group. Uh, he's a buddy of mine from New Orleans. He'll post uh, the BTT babes in there and whatnot, and it and it's always generally always sisters. Chris Zaha basically licks his phone when he posts those pictures. Gross. <laughs> 
All right. Uh, keeping it moving. Uh, lots of replays, like I said, on the commercials. And then we go to a clip of a match. Jim Ross throws us to Cactus Jack, turning on Mike Rotunda. This is from an NWA Pro episode at the Cobb County Civic Center. It's real quick, but Cactus just turns on Rotunda. And more from Rotunda in the coming months, so as we go there. The captain. Uh, the captain, yes. Uh, wait till they put him with Norman. Spoiler alert. Mm. Uh, Harper's seen a picture I've sent him about that, or I posted it in Facebook a while back. We'll we'll get to it. It's uh, not too far off. Uh, Kevin Sullivan and Cactus Jack are going to tag team against Pat Rose and Lee Scott. Cactus hit a clothesline on Scott, sending both of them over the top rope. Uh, then Sullivan sets up Scott on the outside where Cactus hits Scott with an elbow drop off the apron. Boy, Lee Scott taking some bumps here. Uh, what do you have from this, Doc? Cactus reading the book is funny, dude. And I know we've already talked about it, but it's a interesting gimmick. And I sent you a screenshot the other night. That's a different book, but the I am in urgent need of advice. <laughs> I sent you a, an Amazon review from that the other night, Mike. Did you see that? That's what that was? Yeah, it was a five-star review from the Amazon page for the I Am In Urgent Need of Advice. And it was a five-star <laughs> review, and it said, this book seemed to help Cactus when he read it. <laughs> fantastic. It is fantastic. <laughs> um, I'm going to uh, – also recently on uh, – I think it was on Arn's last episode. They were talking about he had Pat Rose as a roommate for a while in Southeastern. Oh, yeah, that's true. Huh? Yeah, Pat Rose forgot to make some payments on a car. Mm-hmm. $99. $99 a month was a bridge too far. So he had to move God. out. Oh boy! Man, I do um, not want to be. I do not want to be on the outside of the ring as an opponent of Cactus and Kevin Sullivan with them. I don't either. But Cactus is the one taking the brunt of that elbow drop. Yeah, for real. I'm actually more worried about Sullivan on the outside than Cactus because Sullivan's the one who go. Look, we love him, but he'll pick up a chair and decide to bust your head open. As he did Jeff Daniels, I think that was his name, and Smokey. Whether you're looking or not. Dude, he just cracked him in the back of the head. It was terrible. But anyway, um, any thoughts? Any other thoughts on this? Hey, Grandpa, tell us about the time that your brains fell at the back of your head in a high school gym in rural Kentucky. (laughs) Dude, he cracked. I mean, it was a wooden chair, too. And it just. God. You go, I mean, you go back and watch that, and you're like, again. Wrong is wrong. I like Sullivan, but he was an asshole for that. Mm-hmm. You don't hit a guy in the back of the head with a chair. And I think I asked you at the time, but don't you think that he probably gave that dude some money or made it right or something? I doubt it. All right. I'm with Hopper. I don't know. Like, Sorry, I don't remember. I don't remember what I said back then, but. You were hard on dude. Sullivan. He's going to spike you one day. I mean, you can't watch that and not be like, "This is that's just reckless." That's the term I use, Hopper. Is that the term you use? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, like you, like anybody you reckless like that. You're like, yeah, yeah, man, come on, don't. Like you, oh, Doc, you hear it all the time from these old timers. We took care of the other guy. We took you care somebody of somebody. Your body. You were trying to make sure you took care of that. That's right. So, what screams not taking care of another guy's body more than cracking them? 
in the back of the head with a full, with a wooden chair. Well, and the other problem with that is, is that a couple of weeks later, he starts carving practice in another man's upper arm. Well, that was a little different because that guy. I don't hit. know. Here it comes. Oh, look at it. Look at cactus. Oh, Jesus. Oh. Ouch. Now he did land on the padding right there, but so still. what? God, that hurts. Hmm. Oh, all right. Uh, any any other thoughts, Hopper? Before we keep moving. Uh. Uh-uh. No. Uh, we- so in in Cactus's book, because I've been doing some research for the show, Sullivan told him bring a book to read it and cactus was worried about bringing the right book because he's overthinking everything and he's trying to you know make a name for himself and he saw sullivan backstage he goes i I got a book but i'm not sure if it's the right book and it shows him i'm in urgent need of advice or help or whatever it is and (laughs) sullivan goes that's the right book brother (laughs) i thought he even mentioned that on the on his biography Oh. Could be wrong. I couldn't. Uh, we you. see. That yeah, I don't remember. Coming. Yeah, that was that was just a few weeks ago, man. Um, so then we see a Wrestle War special report. They show Sting being loaded into the ambulance, oh, no. and you know they announce Sting's injury. What was weird here the way they placed this because the way they announced it, they're like, "Oh, Sting's injured, and Luger will wrestle Flair." And I was like, "Well, Jr. kind of already told us that." Yeah. Earlier in the show. That was my main thought. But uh, Wrestle War 90, Wild Thing. The only way to get that review of it is tinyurl.com slash Patreon. Is this where Robocop comes out? No. That's got to be close, huh? We're like very close. We're No, not even a year. Just a few months. Oh, fuck. Yeah, it's a few months. And do yourself a favor, Doc. Before you watch that pay-per-view, go find on YouTube Corny's two or three clips where he's talked about it. The, you know, when he first heard about RoboCop and just, I mean, he's already probably disgruntled in the mid, well, not just him, the midnight. There's a lot of people disgruntled. I don't want to just put it on Cornette. I'm being, but here, we'll litigate that later. There's a lot of people that are like, you gotta be kidding me when that happens. Um, so again, I'm mentioning Cornette, but it, it was because I've only remember him talking about it on his show everybody's like, what is this hokey? You know, this is just yeah. stupid. Freaking RoboCop. But anyway, um, more commercials. Honest to God, these are all replays. And I know that moron Javorski wants to crank off to him, but I, I, I don't want to, I don't want to talk about the same replays for the hundred. You know, I noticed so, the guy okay. uh, that, that, uh, three musketeers commercial. One of those guys was the dude, uh, from, uh, God, the fuck was that show called? Oh, uh, step by step. Step. By a step. Yeah, remember that show? Uh, I remember it. I didn't watch it. Oh. He was Hopper, a, you were you were a TV connoisseur. You were a TV connoisseur back in the day, man. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, there's I, nothing. I can you imagine didn't just see. young Harper sitting in the floor playing with his little wrestling figures <laughs> and watching TV. Mama, <laughs> I need some more I applesauce. Mean, Mama, you know what kill? You know what kills me? Harper and I are close in age. I would have given everything to go back in time and know Hopper as a kid. Because, oh, like, we really... nice. What hold about on, me? hold on. What about me? And then piss on you. Um, The funny part is, I mean, Jim Tilly is not really that far from where Hopper's childhood home is. It's no, just on like the other... 10 minutes, you're on the interstate. I don't even know if it's that. 
it's just on the other side of the canal. Well, not technically on the other side of the canal. You know what I'm saying, Harper. Yeah. But, and it's on the white side. So, I mean, there's that. Come on. Thing. That's nice. Am I did lying, you say, Harper? Did you say the white side or the right side? Am I lying about it being on the white side, Harper? What? The Seventh Ward? No, Mattery. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. See, he can't lie. Anyway, yeah. but it's it's just it's just what's funny is, you know, we we didn't grow up that far from each other, but I never ran into Hopper at all. No, all those years. Why would because you? Because we yeah ran in two different circles. But anyway, he I was hanging out with no- Phil Anselmo from Pantera. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, but anyway, we'll keep going. Uh, the Steiner brothers they are taking on uh, Mark Kyle and Ned Brady. And what's impressive about this is. Uh, first off, Rick Steiner has a sign on him that says Sting's Revenge. You know, they want to help out their friend Sting who's gotten hurt. Um, Not a chance and, Steiner wrote that. Dude, Mark Kyle is a big man. Killer Kyle, as we knew him. Yeah. The Steiners have no trouble throwing him around, though, either. Uh-uh. Harper, you got anything from this? It's like Mark Kyle versus a gas station attendant <laughs> at 2 in the morning. <laughs> what? You got to explain. That's what that guy looks like. Oh, you mean as a partner, uh-huh. Ned Brady? Ned Brady? Yeah. Well, when what's I was up the with other the night, little? That was Cactus's favorite partner. He said he liked him. What's up with the little ponytail? Did you notice he's got like a that's how two you know inch he's ponytail? Lo- he's a two percenter. Yeah, bro. How do you like that Frankensteiner? Dude, <laughs> the hang time on the Frankensteiner is amazing. Here it is. Bitch. <laughs> when they show it in, in slow motion, first of all, that move is now over like a motherfucker. And Scott Steiner, for being a guy of that size, when they show the replay, the hang time is incredible. Watch, watch. I just wanted to say something, and they'll show the replay. Watch the crowd when he hits it right here on Patreon. Look at them come up. Yep. I mean, and you're right. The hang time is incredible. We'll see the replay in a second. Uh, it's over. Um, I don't know how to say it. The Steiners are over. And again, they're only, they're not even that long into their careers at this point. I mean, yeah. you know, goes to show you, you don't need He's 10 years of experience. He's up there what seems like forever. <laughs> Float, dude. Again, just like Doug Furness, it's just impressive to see a man his size do that. And now uh, they've got a, they've got a finisher that's over. All right, on that note, we're going to go to a promo now. We've got the Steiners, and let's just kind of listen and watch what happens here. I'm here with the World Tag Team Champions, the outstanding combination of the Steiner brothers, who on the 25th of February will take on the Andersons for the world titles. I know you're real concerned about your buddy, Sting. You know, Sting, was, he's been my buddy for a long time, and what the Andersons, they pulled, what they did to him in the ring was uncalled for. And when it comes to the 25th, we're going to get our revenge on you. Andersons, you ain't going to last. Well, wait just a minute. Here come the Andersons, as a matter of fact. Let's keep this a little bit civil, gentlemen. Please, let's keep it very professional, Ole. Please, very professional here. If there's anything I am, I would have to be considered a professional. I like your sign. I think it's real cute. But I tell you what, we've got a match signed on the 25th in Greensboro. And I think even a guy like you ought to understand that we're not anybody to fool with. Being at Michigan is one thing. Being a great amateur, that's all nice. And maybe you're even good enough to beat maybe 90% of the professional wrestlers. 
but you're looking at the other 10% right here, the Andersons. And so I'm going to give you the same chance that I've given a lot of other people, most recently Sting, and that is this. Get out of the match. Forget about it. Forget the 25th, and don't worry about coming to Greensboro. Hey, well, let me say one thing. You've never faced anybody like us before. You know, and, we, and this match, when this match... Don't go into a long-drawn explanation. Listen to what I'm saying, kid. Shut the lip for a second. Don't show up in Greensboro. Save yourself a lot of time and trouble. Well, we're going to show up Tell you what, you can tell they're in the South and in Georgia because those people popped for that. Doc, what did you have? Oh, Doc. Hey. All right, we'll go to Hopper. Hopper, no, what did no, you have? No, I'm here. I, had to, I was watching the four-minute mile here. Um, Goodwill Games, bruh. Oh, the, I'm sorry, the Tom's Eagle Indoor Games. The fuck? Real. <laughs> 9 p.m. Central time tonight, Hopper. No, thanks. So the VCR for that. Yeah, um, man, Arn gave a great DDT, and mm -hmm. Sprick took it like a champion right there. That was phenomenal. And Ole just got tired of Scott talking and was like, look, 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 forget all that. I told you what I meant. That was, I mean, Ole just told the, the Steiners to go sit at the kids' table. Ole's so good here. Hopper, what'd you mm -hmm. have? That fucking DDT looked fucking awesome. It was phenomenal. Yeah. You know how sometimes you look at something and go, man, they just would have did this better. I don't know what they could have did better right there. No, no. And, and it's perfect because the Steiners are so over and they just got done dirty. Yeah. By two that... pricks. Ole Cause Anderson. Because while, while Ole was sitting there just basically undressing them, Orn is just sitting there nodding his head like, yep, everything he said. I love how when Scott Steiner tried to start talking, Oli's like, eh, shut, shut up. Shut, yeah. Nobody wants to hear it. Nobody <laughs> told you to talk during this segment. <laughs> he is he is the definition of an old curmudgeon. Yeah. The longer you perfect. The longer you talk. The longer I'm separated from my beer, I opened in the back. Now, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I talked about this last week, too, Doc. Um, what do you think about his attire? Because to me, that screams. Black on, black on black? Not just that. The suspenders. It's just he's it's half tough guy, half sleazy, half. I don't give a shit. Prick, douche. Yeah. Just Well, not douche, but he's a prick. He's yeah. just a. Just a curmudgeon, doesn't care about anybody but himself. He's miserable, and he's gonna make sure that uh, he makes you miserable too. He's gonna beat you up. Ugh. Hey, he's a nice guy. He's trying to get people out here. Yeah, <laughs> he's trying to get. He's trying to make sure they, they, they don't suffer. All right, uh, we'll keep moving. I thought that was a phenomenal segment. There are more commercials, a bunch of replays. There was one for. Double Dragon 2, I know Hopper cranked that off. And, Fuck um, yeah. 
And then in a bit of irony, we get an acclaimed wireless remote commercial for the NES. And then um, they actually show a commercial for WrestleMania. God, that game uh, sucked. Yeah. the the the, the Dude, that was one of anyway. the biggest disappointments biggest disappointments on fucking Nintendo. There I always double drag. I always just played pro wrestling. Yeah, that was the yeah, I like the guy that, that you good. could chomp the other guy's face. That was Amazon. Okay. And what sucked about this, I remember seeing that fucking WrestleMania game in the Nintendo Power. I was like, dude, they got real wrestlers in this game. It's got Hog Hogan and and Andre. Like, what this is gonna be fucking awesome. In pro wrestling, how did you how did you beat the great Puma at the end? I don't remember. Uh, well, I used to get him outside the ring and then like do a move and then jump back in the ring and he got counted out. Oh yeah, you fucking dick. <laughs> well, then Nintendo Power Magazine's what told me to do that. Oh really? I had a subscription. Oh wow! I, I subscribed. <laughs> okay, Bobby Bacale. Uh, we get Doom versus Larry Santo and Keith Hart in Wait the next match. Wait a minute. Huh. Are you telling me that Doom is Butch Reed and Ron Simmons? Yeah. I thought it was Bill Tab and Rocky King all this time. JR and Corny are on commentary. Corny is laughing at the Steiners getting attacked by Arn and Ole. And then I got a timestamp of something that happens with Keith Hart. Doc, as I'm going to that, what do you have from this? Not a lot, just that Doom was impressive. So tell me what you got there, Sonny Pal. Let's see, is it here? No, hold on. It's Come on, timestamp, right? Yeah, I probably wrote it down wrong. Here it is. I guess this is it. Man, my time's off. Yeah. Oh, here it comes, here it comes. Dude, he oh, damn. He could have so, died. Well, let me describe what happened. Let me describe what happened. Butch Reed comes in the ring, and he shoots off Keith Hart, and then he goes to give him a backdrop. The problem is, they That's are too back. near the ropes. Yeah. And if Keith Hart takes that, he's gonna take the backdrop all the way out to the outside of the ring on the floor. So he stops himself and grabs the top rope, mm-hmm. and saves his life. Everything happens in the middle of the ring. Yeah, he look where Butch is. It's that's actually on Butch, if you ask me. Yeah, I was just like, oof, he almost died. Uh, so good for Keith Hart catching himself. Doc, uh, what did you have from this match, if anything? You think Keith Hart thought anything inappropriate about Butch Reed then? Like what? You know, I'm not. Uh, why? Why? Why do you? <laughs> what What's wrong asshole. with you? What? What? Seriously, what's wrong with you? What do you mean? What's wrong? What's wrong with you? Calm Doom's going to win the match. Calm Let's down, go now fella. to Mean Mark and Teddy Long. Here's the comments. February 25th, Greensboro, North Carolina. It's where it's all going to come to a head. The Road Warriors will be finished for 1990, and there's going to be some new kids on the block. Mean Mark Callis, the real deal, Dangerous Dan Spivey, the skyscrapers, we're going to rule professional wrestling. Now, what you people are watching is what happened to Hawk and Animal when they tried to interfere in the theater or alone connection. Now, you see what they did with that chair? They left the Road Warriors' brains splattered all over the canvas. Now, it's going to be worse than that in a Chicago street fight because you can bring anything and you can do anything. So there's no telling what I might bring and there's no telling what I might do. Now, Mean Mark, 
just before I get you to talk about the low-down, dirty, stinking road warriors, I want to say free James Brown. I'm a total supporter <laughs> of it, and you people better get behind me. Ow! Tell them me, Mark. <laughs> hey, Corpus Christi was nothing. The Clash, what's going to happen to you in that Chicago street fight? It ain't for the weak of heart, believe me. All right, Doc, I got to go to you. Well, first of all, that's just trying to get your shit in, is what he's doing there. Uh, Goddamn pal pronouns. Uh, free Bill Cosby. Yeah. That's right. Oh, Jesus Christ. What do you think about the goddamn promo? Uh, back in pops. back in this time, me and a buddy of mine would go around and shoe polish free James Brown on people's uh, back windshield of their car. That's nice. <laughs> he was the first celebrity. I was like, celebrities go to jail? <laughs> Jesus. What the fuck is this about? God. Because I was like, wait, the guy from Rocky Four? The fuck? Living in America. Yeah. Ah, 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 Dude, I, ah. I love that part of that movie. Yeah. Hell yeah, that was sweet. Detroit <laughs> City. Detroit City. Dude, he kept going. Pittsburgh, PA. Pittsburgh, PA. Atlanta. Paula got blown up on the entrance and then got blown up in the ring. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ, did he? Oh, boy. Okay, uh, Doc, back to Mean Mark and Teddy. Any other thoughts? Worser? Yeah, he said, I, I popped. Teddy popped me. He said, uh, Road Warriors, it's going to be worse than what happened at the Clash. And, and you know, the Clash, dude, Dan Spivey took a, took a folding chair to Hawk's head that was pretty vicious on the ground. And if that was going to be, if it's going to be worser than that, whoof. Free James Brown, though. Hashtag Free James Brown. Hopper, do you have any other thoughts on uh, former or maybe he's still the current Wildcat uh, Sports Commissioner, Teddy Long? No. That's what I thought. Okay, more commercials. Lots of commercials. Uh, then we go to a clip from Worldwide in Marietta, Georgia. This is a a tag tournament match for the U.S. title. We got the, the Freebirds versus Tommy Rich and Eddie Gilbert. And they actually originally aired this on Worldwide on February 10th, 1990. We only see about two minutes mm. of it, and the Freebirds are going to win the crowd in the arena, they were asleep, but that's just my personal opinion. Doc, that's your nice. thoughts? I, I was busy popping over Chris Cruz and Terry Funk or arguing over whether it was a left hand or a right hand. Yeah. That was hilarious. <laughs> and then I started it thinking about left, it. right? <laughs> then I started thinking about what a – has any promotion ever had better announcers at any one time – when you've got Corny and Ross at the top, you got Hayes and Russell on a show, and Chris, very underrated Chris Cruz, and Funk on a show, and then you got Gordon Sully roaming around. I don't know about Chris Cruz and Funk on commentary, ain't my thing, but wow, really? But what do you want me to say? You probably would say ain't my Byron thing. Saxton and Michael Cole. <laughs> Oh, I thought you were about to make it a race thing. That's where I thought you were going. But you threw in that, the token white person I didn't know there. that you think so highly of me. You throw in the token white person there to make it seem like you're not being racist. I got you. I caught me everything the hood, you did so there. There's no such thing as a token white guy, pal. You're, you're just that's a jackass. You, that's you in the hood. You're just <laughs> a jackass. You're just a jackass, and you can't help yourself. Like Kevin Carter always says in the Facebook who's, group, who's hashtag that? fuck Doc. 
I'm with you, Okay, Kevin. fuck me. Kev- Kevin, you're right. I'm sorry. I quit. I quit the show because you don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> you're, Any you're, thoughts you're, on the match? You went ah. to Facebook and changed everybody's mind. Uh, no. Um, it was real kind of slow for these. Look at that terrible press. <laughs> that was horrible, huh? Just wait, horrible. wait, wait. Look at Jimmy Garvin. Hit Tommy Rich after that Thez press falling off the top rope. Look, look at Garvin. Look at Garvin. God. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he just falls. The only thing worse than the sloppy Lutez press was Garvin coming off the top. This is, uh, and again, I'll, I'll go over the bracket in a minute, but this was a tag tournament match for U.S. title. So, yeah, the Freebirds advance. We do get a promo from the Freebirds after it, and Garvin is screaming, and he's cutting a promo on Pillman and Z-Man, and Hayes is yapping and yelling, and uh, I don't know. Doc, you got any thoughts on this? I'm not I playing. I thought Hayes was good in this. No, he wasn't. You going to make me play this horse shit? When did you stop liking F-I-N-E Michael Hayes? Fun. Yeah, if I any fun. Yeah. That's from... <laughs> Wrestle War 90, wild thing. Let me tell you what makes me wild. That's to think that there's people around here that think they're stinking geniuses, and they're not. And Pillman and Z-Man, you think you can beat the Freebirds? Well, you gotta be out of your mind. You know, Jimmy, there's a lot of changes going on. Sting's out, Luger's in. But some things never change. Like the fabulous Freebirds. And some things will never change at WrestleWar Wild Thing. Because we will always look F-I-N-E fine. And if your little girlfriends are running around there screaming for you, Z-Man and Pillman, got a little problem dealing with the mere fact that we're going to change your little doll face, Hasbro toy-like character, puppy dog faces, and the puppy dog Sick of you. What a promo. I mean, really? When did you stop liking Michael Hayes? See, Doc, look. Where's he built Rip, from? Rip Morgan? Yeah. I don't know where they built him from. They're the royal family. Where do you the hell do you think they're built from? No. Oh. They got Lord Littlebrook with them. Oh. Well, I'm not I got nothing tell against Michael Hayes. I saw this match up. Good God. And I hit the fast forward. Okay. You want to? I'm going to read my notes. I'm going to read my notes to you. And then I want Harper's thoughts. Norman wins. Cactus Jack jumps on the ring apron and they tease some conflict. Blah. Yeah. That's my notes. So what? Harper, you got any other thoughts besides so what? No. Yeah. That's what I thought. Man. More commercials. Bunch of replays. Go ahead, Hopper. What you got? Get in the zone. Auto zone. Oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly's. O'Reilly's. Auto parts. Ow! See, if you're out there, man, we could go head-to-head with Conrad's Rock Auto. <laughs> hey, hey, Hopper, is your, is your, is your, is your lady friend going to uh, the Wildcats show July 31st? Yeah, she's going to be there. All right, oh, I, great. I need to come can, down. Um, can we uh, let's introduce her and Sasha, and you know Uh-oh. that way they'll have something to do. Uh oh, that doesn't sound good, Harper. I'd back up. Oh, you know the last time, not X-rated, but the 
one of the last shows I went to, dude, my wife talked to Pablo's woman all night. They, they were like talking the whole night. Like they oh, met Pablo. that day. They met that day. And dude, they, they were like, I was so glad she found somebody to talk to. Jesus. Anyway. Um, yeah. I'll introduce Sasha to, uh, to Mrs. Hopper. Jesus Lord. I don't, that doesn't even roll off the tongue right. Mm. Well, we know it well it's not a, it's not a butthole, so it wouldn't. <laughs> oh. <laughs> On that note, let's go to the Louisville Slugger segment with Lex Luger. Here that is. Lex, how could you, my man? The reason why I asked you to be on the Louisville Slugger today, you're the United States Heavyweight Champion, but February 25th, you're going for the whole ball of wax. But as you know, that match has been a jinx so far to Sting, and it may be a dangerous position for you to be in. What are your thoughts? Dangerous or not, Jim Cornette, it's almost like an ironic twist because it was fate that the total package Lex Luger and Ric Flair meet. Wait a minute, now guys, you know, I like you guys. I like you guys, I really do. I, I like you guys, I really do, I like you. Relax, I'm starting to feel like I'm a messenger from Western Union. <laughs> Something funny, Lex? You know, I know you're a guy that likes to laugh and enjoy yourself, you're a big, strong man, but I think you've certainly got enough intelligence to understand that maybe right now, one, two, three is just a little bit more than one Superman like yourself. So I think that might be best if you just kind of listen. If you feel like smirking, that's all right. Nothing's going to happen. I want to tell you a little story. It's getting kind of like Uncle Remus now and telling stories. But you should have learned that there are a lot of people that are trying to do something to the horsemen that the horsemen don't particularly like. Mr. Sting was given his warning and he made a big mistake and now he's sitting in a hospital somewhere. The Steiners not too long ago didn't want to listen. I don't know where they're at and I don't care. But I'll tell you on the 25th, you got a match signed with this guy and although the title means a whole lot to everybody, real funny, huh? Boy, you're just a lot of laughs. Let me tell you, instead of giving you a couple hours like we give Sting, we're gonna give you just a little less time. Let's say maybe uh, till the end of this show, maybe an hour, maybe a little bit less. And during that time, you give a lot of thought it you're pressing it you know you just oh i agree we won't it's your time i agree but you're pushing it just a little bit why don't you do this why don't you think a little bit you know a man has to realize his limitations why don't you think about what your limitations are where we're concerned and like I said, we give you maybe an hour or whatever to make up your mind. But before this program is over, before this program is over, you make sure 
that you let this guy know, or Jim Ross, or somebody. I want everybody on national TV all over the world to hear from you that you are going to give up that contract with Ric Flair, that you, like Sting, like the Steiners, are not going to appear in Greensboro on the 25th. Fair enough. We leave in peace. Make sure you make the right decision. Now, we've heard from the horsemen. I just want to ask you one thing, Lex Luger. I just want to ask you one thing, Lex Luger. What? What are you going to do? Are you going to look? The people are going crazy here. Lex Luger, are you going to look that camera in the eye? What are you going to do? Obviously, the horsemen haven't done their homework very well. Because I don't meet deadlines. The total package sets them. They'll have their answer, I assure you, by the end of the hour. Well, there you have it, the most nerve-wracking Louisville Slugger ever. We'll hear Luger's answer before the program is over. I got a lot of thoughts, but let me throw it to Doc first. Did y'all see Rick fall off the apron? Yeah. That was great, and I was going to mention it. You can hear the crowd kind of jump up and cheer and make a noise loud ovation when rick falls off the apron it's really really good and he plays it he plays it well let me say it like that luger turned babyface and didn't do a damn thing which tells you how great the horsemen are it's a testament to Oli's promo too because he comes he is, dude he is something funny dude how many dude, how many of us have heard some old guy, uncle, dad, grandpa, <laughs> friend of the family, dude, dressing you down and stop and go, is something funny? Yeah. Coach. Well, yeah, fucking football coach. Is this amusing you? Hopper, just look at Ole. Look at, we're not even listening to him right now. Look at his mannerisms. Just look at the look on his face. He don't look like he's acting. No. Mm-mm. It's just... I'm a prick. You're when he said, about to... he said, I don't know where the Steiners are, and I don't care. That is a phenomenal line. I just disposed of all these people's heroes. You could be next. <laughs> and he calls him Mr. Sting. <laughs> <laughs> he is, f- Oli is, f- again. Hey, we're again, deep into promo. 1990. Phenomenal. And this is. This is not going to be a surprise who gets the Rolex. This episode has one of the all-time greatest performances by anybody we've ever seen in doing this for the last five years. Ole is a is a one. He is a to use the pun. He is a one-man wrecking crew in this episode. It is masterclass badassery, and he, I think he, and I think a lot of the Stone Cold just coming out and whipping everybody's ass was based off of this. Oh, fuck. I don't know. 
Come on. Yeah, I'm not. Come I'm not. I'm not, I'm not going with there. Me. You know I'm right. No, I'm not going there. All right, well, fuck y'all then. I, I've always thought I was kind of based off of Doctor D. That too. yeah, it's 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 closer to that. I'm yeah. here. Don't get me wrong. Austin, kind of. I'm gonna sit in this chair and make everybody's life difficult tonight. I mean, if Don't. Ole has his way, there is no pay per view because nobody's gonna show up and wrestle. <laughs> Don't, look, look, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Ole right here is on that prickish level of, I mean, it, you said it, Doc. He's like looking at Lex and Lex is kind of smirking and he's like, no, 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 listen. Uh, he's, oh, something funny? And the way he says it, dude, it don't seem like he's like, that's the thing about this promo. We always talk about just make me believe. Give me a reason to believe. I'm watching that and I, I watch it all these years later. And I go, damn, he's really... That's Oli. Like, this is not an act. He's being, this is real. Like, you get lost. The way he cut that promo, you will get lost in it. And don't sleep on, I want Harper's opinion too after I say this. Don't sleep on Lex. Lex said, I don't meet deadlines. I set them. That's a hell of a line too. Yeah, yeah, that's fucking good. That's a hell of a line. Uh, Harper, I mean, I know we've talked a lot about it. What did you? What did you think about all this? I can't wait to the end of the fucking show to see what his fucking decision is. <laughs> That's right. A uh, bunch of replays on the commercials yeah, as we keep moving. Glenn uh, Ford Day. Boy. Can't wait for that. The commercials. There's, there's uh, the Glenn Ford geez. Day on TBS. Tonight, yeah, Sheep Man. <laughs> Got to get that cable hopper, right? Yeah. Right? Wow. Now you now you know why Ted Turner loved wrestling. <laughs> the rest of his fucking network was a pile of horseshit. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah, I mean, uh, look while, at this. While Just these commercials the, are playing. The double-A minor league track and field games in a bunch of shitty movies. Yeah. Uh, yeah. While these commercials are playing, Doc, did you have anything from the Road Warriors pl- promo that comes up after this? Uh, let me take a look and see. I don't have notes from it. That's why I'm asking. It's, it's no, I don't. Commercials. I don't have any notes, which means they must have. Not... Yeah, let's just poor Sting and yada yada. Let's just talk about Sting. Let's turn intense, but it's all right. So after they cut their promo, we then get an old match between. Uh, I say an old match, but an old rivalry. We got the Midnight Express versus the Rock and Roll Express. This is a good from fucking Mar- match. Yeah, mm-hmm. from Marietta, Georgia. Now, reminder. This is a tournament match for the U.S. title, so uh, this is for the this is this is a tournament match. Uh, this originally aired on February tenth, nineteen ninety, NWA Worldwide. Just for the uh, for the record, Doc, uh, I guess I'll throw it to you. Your thoughts on this before we uh, go any further? These four guys could have this match in twenty twenty one and be entertaining. Yeah. I mean, I, I they, can't. they know they're these are four guys that can work. They know and how Morton to work and, a crowd. And Morton and Gibson are still doing it, which is yep. unreal. I mean, I know they're not what they used to be, but still. Okay, can you it's, go to 115 19? 115 19. I sure can. Let me Morton's going to kick out of something. I don't know what it is because I watched this a while back, but yeah, rocket he kicks launcher. Out, yeah, he yeah. kicks out the rocket launcher. They um they gave them a lot of time in this match too. It wasn't like it was, it was a great match. 
You saw I mean, Morton selling his truck? What? On Facebook? No. Uh, selling his truck? Yeah, he's selling his... It's a 97 S10. <laughs> okay. Uh, I don't know what to say. How Doc, many any comments? It doesn't say, but... Are I those mean, highway miles? It fucking looks like a 97 S10. You know? He's a wrestler. I bet it's got a lot of highway miles on it. Doc. Yeah. Um, if you look behind right. the seat, I bet there's a bunch of big granny panties, too. Come on. What? Haynes her way. <laughs> <laughs> look, I know we joke about it a lot, but do you know how much they ran through? All of it. <laughs> I mean, like, seriously, man. Anyway, all right. Keeping it moving. Um, what a great bump Corny took right was there. was. Tremendous. That I, fat bastard can take good bumps. Doc, what other, uh, let me ask you, what else you got before I go into Bruh, the the TV thing? company misses the damn pin. Yeah. And, uh, Funk and Funk calls him out for missing it. Well, good for him, right? I thought maybe they, they, they fucking fucked something up or something. I don't know if the people saw that. No. No. But they show the replay and it's, you know, everything that seemed to go as planned. And this guy here, I mean, what's he? Did someone try grabbing a tennis racket? And that's why he fucking went over there? Look at that dude. That dude does not look like 1990. No. He looks like 1976, Tennessee. (laughs) This is amazing in, in 90, you know, these teams can still work each other and you're in Georgia and I mean, these fans were acting like it was 85, 86. I don't, you know what I mean? Well, think about Smokey with the heavenly bodies in the rock and roll. Kind of the Very same true. thing. So the way I it mean, finishes we is... We thought rock and roll was past their time a little bit, especially as Smokey wore on, but I don't know that the people did. That's true. Not in that region. I agree. The finish is the double drop kick on Lane. Gibson goes for the pin. Corny pulls him out. Gibson nails Corny, and Gibson comes back in, rolls up Lane, but Corny gives Eaton the racket, and that's when Eaton tees off, hits Gibson with the racket, and the midnight win the match to move on to the semifinals in the tournament. So, for the record, if anybody's following along, uh, in the semifinals, Pillman and Zinc, Z-Man, Midnight Express, so Pillman and, and Midnight Express will wrestle next, Freebirds and uh, the Dynamic Dudes will wrestle each other as well because we saw uh, those matches last week. Or and that's we the last four w- teams? Those are the last four teams in the tournament right now. Maybe we should just retire the belts. <laughs> Wait till you see who wins it. Then you're going to really... <laughs> you might really say that then. I'll leave it at that. I'm just amazed, like, the U.S. tag belts, they haven't... I mean... It's been like a year now almost that they've been vacated. Eh, a little bit less, actually, but still. Uh, Corny did cut a promo after the match. He called the rock and roll a bunch of rednecks. Nothing new. More replays on the commercials. And then we go to Arn Anderson versus Shane Douglas. They're wrestling each other in a singles match. Uh, the last couple of matches on this show are lengthy. I'm not complaining, but I wanted to point that out. Doc, thoughts on Arn versus Douglas? 
I would have loved to have seen this match about four years later in ECW. Where Douglas was playing that franchise character and these two getting it on. That would have been fun. Um, who got it worse? Shane Douglas getting saddled with Johnny Ace or Pillman getting to Zink? Oh, fucking. Who got it worse? Yeah. Uh, Shane. Mike? Uh, I think Shane got it worse, man. I really yeah. do. I mean, he's Pillman, called the Z Pillman, man. Pillman was a star. Well, the thing is, I agree with you. Pillman was a star. Pillman was over it, and got the breaks. Douglas still hadn't gotten over, but neither guy won. I mean, I get that. Yeah, but Johnny Ace is terrible. He is. I mean, like, at least Zink, like, right, Hopper, he's got a physique. Right. He looks like a good-looking Italian guy. Yeah. you see, like, in a fucking club or something. But Johnny Ace, not, Boogie, nothing about you says computer or technology. Uh-uh. It's true. So that's why I'm like, Douglas got screwed. So, th- you know this is going to be a solid match, and it was, and it was good. The horsemen come in and just mess everything up. And I thought it was really well how it was done, but I'm sure mm-hmm. you're going to explain it in more detail. Yeah, I got the notes from it. Uh, what do you, what did you, I'll throw it to Hopper before I go into the finish. This was great, man. It was a great finish. I, Shane I feel, is, I feel like the horsemen were told on the way to, to Gainesville, Georgia, so just go in there and fuck everything up. Yeah. Just so, make a mess of everything. Just, everybody. just fucking take over the, the shit. Shane is Shane is getting good reactions. I wanted mm-hmm. to mention that from the crowd. Like just to point out something specific. The crowd is not they're not taking a dump on Shane at all, which is which is good. That's just Johnny Gay sitting there. And I I just you watch that part of it in that interplay as Arn gets the heat and Shane's getting cheered and Shane's selling. It's really good. I mean Douglas is really good here. Um the finish the ref calls the match saying that Shane can no longer continue. I don't know if I like the finish, but whatever. I kind of didn't like that. I was like, eh. Arn, though, after the finish and when the ref says, nope, Shane's out of it. He can't continue. He's uh, too injured. Arn just keeps putting the boots to Shane, which gets some really, really good heat. And then the crowd is going to erupt, though, when the Steiners come out. No music, by the way. They just hit the ring. They don't need their music playing. They hit the ring to help out, and then that chases off Ole and Arn. Um, I don't know if I like the whole, he can't continue. I just, that's not my thing. I I like the way they did it in the Bret Hart Austin match. I'll I'll agree to that, but I think if you save it for big matches and you use it sparsely, it's okay. Yeah. An arm bar at a house show or a a Saturday night show. Probably not. And I'm wondering, why did this this tag team partner run out to help him? Where the fuck's he at? Maybe he tried and he tripped over his own feet. Maybe so. Well, or like Doc says, he's the Z-Man and he was getting some Zs. Oh, come on. <laughs> I didn't make that up. Doc did. But anyway, I, said, I don't know. What I said, I said <sighs> we're watching the Z-Man, are we? <laughs> now, the point you make is important, and that is about the Steiners. Nothing pisses me off, and let me announce... 
look, you know and I know the worst thing you can do if you're packing a pistol is to let everybody know that you're packing a pistol. If you're going to come out to whip somebody's ass, why would you play your music? And if you're that mad, why would you wait on it? I hate you sometimes, but you couldn't have said it better yourself. There's nothing worse than Boo Boo the Fool, Cletus, walking around showing he's got a weapon on him. And it's the same thing, and everything comes back to wrestling, because I don't want to hear the music. I like the old school when the fans realize, oh, damn, they're coming, and they erupt with no music. That never happens anymore. Fucking remember that? Never. Fuck, everybody used to get up and look to the back. Yep. That 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 never happens anymore. Because the music hits, Hopper. Mm-hmm. And they hear the they hear the drums or they hear the the scream or the or whatever it is, the music hits. So that 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 actually triggers them to look and you're like, Oh come on. Really? But back in the old days, like this, the Steiners hit the ring, the crowd comes up, no music, and yeah. they clear the house. So I'm with because you. Because it wasn't um, planned. <laughs> well, in our, in they just killed the Steiners, and Oli just said, "I don't know where they are, and I don't care." Well, now you know, Oli. That's right. <laughs> wrestling. Well, wrestling back in the day. I mean, it was so. I don't know if I like the fact how they did it with Shane again. Austin and Brett did did a finish where, you know, like Austin passed out, so they called it. Shane wasn't passed out. It just the ref was like, oh, he can no longer continue. That's yeah, 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 fuck, that was great. He was all bloody with the blood gushing out of his fucking head. That was tremendous, that mm-hmm. Austin and Brett. I mean, you can watch that, and you're like, wow, they told a story. All right, we'll keep moving. We get to a bunch of replays on the commercials, and then we'll go to the final match on this week's show. Ric Flair versus Brian Pillman. I Pillman gets all over Flair at the beginning of the match. I mean, he's showing he belongs in the ring with Flair, in my yeah, opinion. Bro. The chops, they aren't Steamboat Flair level, but Pillman is throwing those things in. Those were my notes. There's a lot happening in the finish. Doc, let me throw to you first. What are well, your thoughts to, on the match? To build upon what you just said, I mean, first of all, Rick's letting him know about it. But, I mean, I, my note here, kind of like what you said, is I, I see visual and audio evidence that Pillman can go at this level and doesn't need zinc. If you ever were like, well, you know, he's this, he's that, this confirmed that they've made a mistake putting him in a tag team match. Yeah. If I was and, a kid spe- watching this, I wouldn't get a, up to go use the bathroom. And especially if his ceiling in that tag team is going to be U.S. tag champs. Because he doesn't look out of place in the ring with the world champ in a singles match, so why would you give him the? Why would you put him in a U.S. tag team champ position? Second I got thoughts, time, but I won't. I got second thoughts. Second time Flair's fallen to the mat over there tonight. <laughs> I got thoughts, but I, I want to hear what Hopper has to say about everything you said in the match. I mean, this was fucking great. I mean, this is like a pay per view match. Mm-hmm. We've seen three matches so far that could be on a pay-per-view. I, bruh, he, for real. So, and then, and then you got Oli throwing in a top ten performance of the five years we've been doing this. Yeah, yeah. This is look. This is gonna sound crazy. This 1991 episode of Oli 
might be better than we saw in 85, 86. <laughs> on a one episode, one episode. Just right. if you took one episode is what I mean. So Harper nailed it. This is pay-per-view quality. I don't know about the finish, but actually this is pay-per-view quality. Yeah. The thing about Pillman, you nailed it, Doc. I mean, he's he's in this stupid tag team. And I hate to I say mean, it, I mean, Harper just made me team. think about something. Why? Instead of flipping Luger so fast, why not advance hmm. Pillman into this role at the next pay-per-view to, to avenge Sting? Let's get the U.S. title off of Luger if we're going to go longer term with him and, and then maybe take a longer time turning him. Like the horsemen are like, why don't you come join us? They're probably – I don't want to do it because he's, he's not a big a big man. He's also in a tag team that they're about to do something with. And right. I'm not leave something it at that. Something terrible. And, yeah. But uh, the other part, too, with Pillman is – they could have like if if they were to do something like you're saying here, they could have like took Pillman and and gave him a match with Flair, maybe this week or even next week, and could have said, "Hey, Sting's hurt. You can su- if you can survive 20 minutes with Flair, you'll earn a title shot." Okay, and then everybody's like already behind Pillman because we've seen him throughout '89. He's a freaking star in the making, even from the moment he comes in. Maybe he survives Flair. And, like, literally goes to a 20-minute time limit draw, and Flair can cut promos. Oh, boy, if I had 60 minutes, I would have beat you. No, no, it ain't a big deal. Like, Flair can cut his Flair promos, explaining why that doesn't really matter that he went 20 minutes with him. I was off my game. Make all the excuses in the world that he would make. But Pillman goes the distance, and then Pillman gets the pay-per-view match versus Flair. That way you don't have to throw, you know, your U.S. champ with Lex in that mix. I'm not saying like that's the perfect thing, but with Sting hurt, you got to pivot, so you got to do something different. Maybe that's something they could have done. Now, again, I'm saying that knowing what's coming with Pillman and Zinc. So anybody out there who's gonna say, "Hey, we well, can't, we can't gonna... book a program at the top of the card because we're too busy trying to get Pillman and Zinc the U.S. tag <laughs> right. <to travel." laughs> right, right. That's my point. So I don't want to like again, but you make a good point, like. Honestly, I've seen Pillman versus Luger in matches at clashes and pay-per-views. And guess what? He was phenomenal in those matches. You can't tell me you couldn't put him in a 30-minute match with Flair at this point and it not be exceptional. Mm. So, say what I hate you to will, say it, Doc, but you're right. Say what you will, but woman came in and said she was going to climb the mountain. Mm. And she did. That's nice, Doc. I, I, I'm talking about a mountain. She was going to get to the top. She's wearing too much I makeup. S- yeah. Yeah. Fine. She's. She, but that that was the '80s, though, right, Hopper? With the with the women with the makeup. Just, yeah, they, they get. Yeah. She doesn't need it. Maybe she's born I, with it. Oh, okay. Or maybe Dude, it's Maybelline. So, uh, let me stop you all for a second. I'm gonna I'm gonna go into the finish now. So there's this sunset flip, and Flair takes this bump. Now I'm gonna pause it on the video version. Woman, they're on the side of the ring with woman, and Pillman has Flair down for the count in this uh, sunset flip attempt. Woman is on the outside of the ring, and woman. This is why I said it was. It got kind of sloppy at the end. Yeah, because he saw because um, the ref saw the slap and didn't DQ him. Right. No, not just that. Not just that. The first slap, woman completely misses Pillman to break up the pin attempt. So Pillman again. This shows you how smart Pillman is early on. 
he leans into it. Watch. We're watching it here. See how she missed him? Mm-hmm. Now watch what Pillman does. I'm going to hit play again. He leans into her so that she can reach him. Pillman's smart. He realized, God damn, she missed me. So well, I got to lean into this so she can I'm, reach me. I, here's what I'm pretty sure of. You'll hear that that same analysis for in four years when Conrad and Tony get to 1990 and <laughs> <laughs> What are you saying? They're stealing? Well, we are the original, and oh, by the way, best of the weekly episodic wrestling podcasts. Agree, 100%. That's right. Do, Nobody's got Hopper, and we got him. Do you rent our... our on your home. Of, of course you, you do. do. Of course you do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, keep keep going, Doc. Uh, what were you about to say? Well, let's talk to let's talk to Willard in Miami. Who t- <laughs> <laughs> they have one of those guys that's from Biloxi. They gave him a, a five star review. I mean, you know, if you're at a thirty year loan, we need to talk because I could save you a hundred and fifty million dollars. <laughs> And I'm also going to and you don't, and you can skip and I'm you can skip two in, payments. I'm also going to throw in you can skip two payments and I'm going to throw in sixty thousand dollars on a robe that I co-own with Vince. <laughs> Are you done? That way I can go over the finish of the Pillman Flair match. Hey, I watch that Flair treasures with Mrs. Doc and Conrad comes up and I go, "You see that fat bastard?" She goes, "Yeah." I go, "He steals every bit of our shit." That's she right. goes. She goes, what are you talking about? I'm like, no, for real. <laughs> That's not true. I said, uh, if you do something, you can rest assured that uh, in, in some period of time later, it's going to rear its head on one of his shows. She's like, you, you're, you're not. And I was like, no, I'm, I'm being serious here. And then she kind of smiled, and I, and I pulled the Oli on her. I go, something funny? <laughs> <laughs> for the record, um, I've spoken to Conrad. What? Yeah, he's all right, man. He's he's all right. You, I did, I did, did not know that. What, Harper? Did he save your money? No, no, no. I haven't spoken to him like that. I do not need a refinance or anything like that. I'm gonna uh, need this but, uh, story tomorrow, sir. <laughs> I might have to talk to Conrad. I need to actually. <laughs> I do need to refinance. I, I because he's here's the thing. If he hadn't stolen all of our shit, I would let him refinance my house, but I'm not going to out of just sheer principle. Let me say this. Or interest. There are there there are people in the BTT army, especially in the Facebook group, that hate him. Why? And hey, man. Hold on, hold on. You are free to feel how you want to feel. If hey, you hate somebody, one. I don't Yeah, I don't. Doc hates him. Who does? Um Doc you? Oh, I don't. No, I listen to like exactly. Oh, you listen to. <laughs> I think I think he does some good stuff, and some of it I don't like. I, I listen to Bischoff, I listen to Shivani, I listen to Arn, and I listen to. I like the Jeff Jarrett podcast. Yeah, a lot. the Jeff Jarrett one's good. Yeah. Um, so and I don't listen to Bruce, but that's because of Bruce. I listen to JR you. depending on the topic, and I like JR. I don't listen to uh, Kurt Angle. I haven't at all. Um, I got my thing is, I don't think Conrad's stealing our stuff, but I think somebody's listening to us that works for him. That is, that's nice. I do. 
I don't listen to many of his shows, hardly any actually. Um, but I will tell you, I've listened to a lot, almost all of the recent Arn, the way they rebooted him. And yeah. I, I'm actually very far behind on it right now, but there are those Arn episodes, Mid South, they're great. Uh, you, know, you know, Southeastern, oh yeah, um, Georgia. There's some really good stuff in that that you can really like. Arn, the Arn show was not going well, in my opinion. I was actually, I didn't even listen to it for the longest, to be frank. Yeah, me but, too. But the the dives into specific moments in mid south and southeastern and shit. That's yeah. that's good stuff, Harper. Mm-hmm. Bro, you know, I got nothing. I got nothing. What's against, on Flair's? <laughs> rewind it, Mike. I got, but I got nothing against Conrad. What's on oh Flair's Jesus ass? Christ. Did did Flair let out a shart? <laughs> did he let out a, a a you know what a shart is, right, Hopper? Yeah, look. Hold on, pal. Uh, wait, wait. Let me get a better look. Um, at oh, the end no. of the match, Pillman Pillman is going to hit a a crossbody, but Flair rolls through, and Flair ends up pinning Pillman, so Flair gets the win. But on the video version, again, you can see it if you're a patron on our Patreon uh, page. TinyURL.com slash Patreon BTT. Flair's got a shit skid mark. You need to have that. You need to have that screenshot. And then the next jump cut is Oliver Humperdinck's face. Bruh. I'm screen. Well, no, you know what? I don't like screenshot and stuff like this. You know why? Because then it gives non patrons a look at what the patrons can see. So if you're a patron, you can see. Hopper, does that look like what we think it is? I think he's. Sh- I, I think he's shat. <laughs> I think he's. Sh- it's in a perfect too. spot, Bruh, I think he fucking shat, dude. I think he <laughs> shat himself. Yeah, dude, he shat himself. There's no way he, he didn't. Who hasn't? I think he shat. I do too, Hopper. I mean, that's... Thank God it's finished. Pillman, Pillman literally beat the shit out of him. <laughs> Dude, he 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 took a dumperoo, except a wet one, in his in his pinkies. He took a, he took a Conrad in his pants. Come on, you know, you know he. Wow, that's impressive in the wrong way. Mm-hmm. But he wins and he retains his title, and that's how the match ends. And um, hey, Pillman. Pillman held his own, though. Would you agree, Doc? Oh, 100%. 100%. Any other thoughts? Any Great other match. thoughts before we keep going? Great. Jesus Christ. Great. Dude, he dude. took a... Dude. <laughs> dude, that's... That's uh, that's some serious wet shat he marks. He pooted. Poor bastard. Dude, he took... Nah, a... he's still Ric Flair. He washed out those drawers and crushed the mast that night. That I mean... That is a straight... Wet mark. Nine right. and a half out of ten guys shit their pants. That's the end of their night. But he still went out and had a party. Wow. Uh, very oh classy. God. He's just laying there like. Yes. What, Hopper? What? <laughs> that no, last just, shot of him where he's yeah. laying on his tummy. He's like, yep. I just shit, I just shit him. <laughs> Bruh. I'm gonna freeze it on it. Hold on. Yeah, Let's... wait a minute. He's gonna roll through and then right there. No, yep. no, 
Just a little bit more. Yeah, just a second more. There you yep. go. <laughs> yeah, I shit. I shit him. He's laying on his stomach on a ring apron like, yep, I shat my pants. <laughs> now it's time Jesus. to plan my next step. I've never heard Flair talk about this, so. Someone's got to bring that up. Well, some Conrad's listening right now, or someone who supports him is. And... Casio or Jay-Z Flair or the. Nah, don't talk. Jay-Z, I, Jay-Z, I like Jay-Z. Don't, okay, don't I don't know anybody, Jay-Z. so. I don't know about Casio. I've never talked to Casio. I've talked to Jay-Z. You talked to Conrad, though, right? Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, look, hey, let me tell you this. You would Con- have to be an idiot to think that if there's not a, a, a rollover or lapover or overflow effect between our show and his. Oh, yeah. Because, because. He's had that show with Shivani for a few years. Now, we were podcasting well before that. We were doing 85, 86 NWA before that. So, but the thing is, you'd have to be, you know, you'd, you'd have to be clueless if you think there's not a bleed over, a rollover effect from, I just, from I people listening. I don't care listen. if he steals. I just want to get paid for it. Let's get on that network. Hey, man, Connie, I, I like you, man. You know, we ain't got no heat, but, you know, at least give us some credit. You know, I mean, we've been doing this gimmick for six years now. We deserve it. Don't. Yeah, he no sells us. That's the thing. You know what I'm saying? That's he no sells us. Problem. He knows it. We're the originators. We're the originators of violence. Or There's just said, been. If he said "book it, bitch" on a show, I would climb through. <laughs> I would climb through a portal through my phone to to Huntsville, and just start swinging in the town square. <laughs> I heard Jay Z Flair say one time. That uh he he when he the the first time he met Conrad, because I mean we we talk about Conrad and he's wide right, but he's he's tall he's a tall dude too. He's like God damn, that's a big bastard. He Not just with wise, he can't him. swing forever. Anyway, I got <laughs> no heat with Conrad. Hey, good, hey, I saw his house on Treasures. You know, good on you. You sold a lot of mortgages. <laughs> he's trying, Doc, 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 Doc hits. Doc, you know what you're doing, man. You, what you, am I doing? You, 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 you're giving compliments, but at the same time, you're throwing jabs, man. You ain't slick. You ain't slick. Well, he's new he, money. He's new money. He's not old Southern money, you know. Like you, right? Yeah, okay. All right, uh, let's go to the last promo of this show. Luger has an, has an answer for Ole, so we need to go to that now. Here it is. Ladies and gentlemen, we're just about out of time here on this program. We've got about a minute and a half left, and we still have not heard from Lex Luger. I know that he said he was going to make his decision known before we went off the air. And for the Anderson. Well, maybe he can't tell time, but I want to ask you right now. you got people in the back there. Let them find out. I want to know what kind of time is left in the show. How much time does Luger have? We have a minute and 20 seconds left in this program, Mr. Anderson. Well, Luger, it's, it's real simple. With a minute and 20 seconds and counting, a minute and 17, 16, a minute 15. I know a guy like... Luger, look at it like this. You can always give up the match and become... (laughs) Excuse me. He has seen the light. It's nice to be able to see a man of intelligence unlike Sting or unlike the Steiners, a man who can reach a decision, and I'm just happy to see that you've come out here 
And I want you to know that when you turn to the camera like this, be sure and be clear and concise. I don't want anybody to miss it. Be sure, yeah, be sure and tell everybody that you are not going to be in Greensboro on the 25th. What a, what a guy. Oh, go we got 30 seconds left. Only, I didn't need 60 minutes. I didn't need 60 seconds to give you my answer because I got it right here. Hey, 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 get on, guys. Oh, Luger nailed the horseman. The total package has nailed the horseman. He has made his answer. His answer is no. Now, wait a minute. Hey, hey, I have nothing to do with it. I got nothing to do with this. Luger! Come on. Fans, we're out of time. We'll see you tomorrow down the main event. So long, everybody. That's how you go off air. You're damn Talk, right it is. What do you think, Doc? That's exactly it. How many times have we seen that happen in the last five years, 20 minutes before the end of the show? They got this right. Yeah, I can't anything, add anything to that. Hopper, what about you? It's his fucking A-plus, man. It is. And it may be because yeah. we used to give out A-pluses every week. But, man, this episode just stood the fuck out. Mm-hmm. We haven't seen a show this good in a long time. And it hasn't been terrible. That says more about how good this show was than necessarily how bad the recent shows have been. I like how Luger's like, look, Ole, he's got his hand up. Just shut yeah. up for a second. Shut Give me a up. chance to answer you. And he's like, you know what? Here's your answer. He just throws a punch. And the crowd went nuts. And that's how you know you did it right. Look and at the it reaction. Didn't take, it didn't take 20 minutes. And he got the hell out of Dodge. Ole selling the punch. They're mad at Jim Ross. Ross is like, I ain't got nothing to do with this. And they go off air. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. I don't have anything. Man, this is this is how you do it, man. Anything else, Hopper, before we uh, shut this one down and uh, give out the ratings and Rolex, even though I think we've already done it? It was just perfect. Good, Good shit, stuff. pal. So on that note, we need to hand out the Rolex and rate it and all that good stuff. Before we do it, I want to remind you all, if you're not a patron, remember we've got a pay-per-view coming up with WrestleWar90. We have a clash in the past that's up as well. You can sign up on our Patreon at tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. It's a great way to support this show. Uh, you get a lot of extra content for just a couple of bucks a month. Again, tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. Yeah, I appreciate everybody who's signed up recently and who's considering signing up. And don't forget to use our Amazon Associates link if you're shopping on Amazon. It's tinyurl.com slash Amazon. Great way to support the show without, any, without spending anything extra. If you're already shopping on Amazon, we get... It's a little bit of kickback in return if you're shopping there. Give the link to the wives, girlfriends, side pieces, whatever you have in your life. Tinyurl.com slash Patreon. I'm sorry, tinyurl.com slash BTT Amazon. Uh, I don't know why we're not giving this to Ole. I think it's going to be a clean sweep on the Rolex. Ole's getting mine. Doc, yeah. is Ole getting yours? Yeah, I mean, it's not even close. He was a supreme dick. In the most complimentary way possible. Absolutely. 
Hubbard, that was a ma- that was a master class right there. Yeah, just so y'all know, Doc's been texting me about this all weekend. Holy bruh, holy bruh. I mean, he sent it to me a number of times. Hopper, I'm guessing. I heard you say it a second ago, so I'm not guessing. Yeah. Who are you going with? Fucking Oli. Oli. How do you not give it to him, right? Mm-hmm. Man. Okay. Rating. Uh, I'll go first. A plus. This is easy. <laughs> uh, Hopper, what are you giving it? An A plus. Doc. I think it's easy. It's an A plus. This is this is wrestling, and. I don't think a lot of us would have expected this great of a show, no brainer A plus in nineteen ninety, just on on the surface. But man, this was old school wrestling tonight. Yeah, you think of nineteen ninety, I don't know. You think about A plus like this, or you know what, what we saw from Oli. Uh, on that note, I do want to remind you: July thirty first, Grace King High School in the auditorium or gymnasium, whatever the hell it's called. Wildcat returns. Lots of members of the BTT Army are going to be there. So uh, go to wildcatsports.com or just go to the Facebook page, Wildcat Sports and Entertainment, and you can get your tickets from there. Lots of us are going to be there at the show that night. Uh, Doc may be there with a mask on. Who knows? We'll see. But many of members of the BT Army are going to be there. Uh, I, by last count, um, think about 20 BTT Listeners are going to be there. Most coming from out of town, so that's a. And if you count all their girlfriends, it'll still be twenty. No, come on. (laughs) You really are a prick. I tell you, Um, (laughs) no other way to say it. But no, honest, like like I said, seriously. uh, If you're in the area, or hey, you want to get away for a weekend and go to New Orleans, Metairie specifically, but New Orleans is a hop, skip, and a jump away. You can go to Wildcat Sports' Facebook page and you can seek out the ticket information there. Please do so. It's their first show back. It's going to be a good time. Lots of fun, I'm sure of. I've seen Harper's been working up his ether recipes from what I heard. That's nice. And I got to talk to Harper after we're done with this call uh, about a text message exchange that I had with uh, Mr. Largest Arms in Wrestling, Mr. You mean mean the champ? The champ. You mean Scott Steiner? Oh, boy. Superstar Billy Graham? Oh, man. Luke is a trip. That's all I'm going to tell you. Um, anyway. Well, I mean, uh, if, if, if you're going to, if we're going to help him sell tickets, maybe we should help him with this, too. If you go to Chomp Nola, uh, <laughs> put in Luke Hawks 10% off, and you can get 10% <laughs> off all your bulk proteins and greens and everything else he does. An isotory. Okay, that's it. Yeah, I mean, if we're going to help him sell all of his stuff, let's help him sell all of his stuff. Lots of BTT members. I think it's Hawks 15. Okay. For for the fucking isotory. Okay. I'm going to say it again. What does that do? It's a supplement company that sells, like, the proteins and, you know, pre-workout and shit. Two two years ago, when X-Rated happened at the Shamrock in New Orleans, Luke told Hopper, bruh. I didn't realize y'all was going to have that many people here. <laughs> and Mike You're said, welcome. I could have said the same thing about you, little man. <laughs> I think, I actually think, and Harper would know this better than me. I actually he think it's shocking. a bunch of mud show idiots because only he can do something. But guess what? We got our come up too. I think it shocked him that so many people listen and, you know, love this yeah. show. And, um, and love, they, love not it. only do they love it, but. They, they support it, and then they support things that we support. So That's if you're 
a wrestling promotion or somebody who just, you know, wants us to be an ad man. Think about that. Right. So, yeah, July 31st, Grace King High School. Is it the auditorium or the, the gym? Which one? What do they call it's it? Just, just go to Same fucking thing. Grace King right. High School. I love it. I love it. I love it. He Fuck. doesn't even know which one of his wrestlers are wrestling yet. It's like it's like no go to Grace King and go to the the fucking science lab. Just just go to fucking go to the gym. <laughs> All right. On that note, yes. Um, so so anyway. So I know in most places it wouldn't be okay, but is it all right in Louisiana down there in your way if you like bring a flask or something into the gym? Uh, Hopper, don't would, say that on air. I won't tell. <laughs> don't, don't say. I'm just saying. All I know is Armando and Phil Allen are going, and they're rooming together that weekend. Oh, so I can God. only, uh, God, can Ooh, you imagine? Oh, yeah. <laughs> talk about, talk about getting a room after them and, like, the scabies and shit you would get from the comforter because they don't watch that, wash that off the bed. Jesus. Mm. Armando said something in the Facebook group about going to Shishis, and I'm like, dude, oh, you no. You don't want to do that. You're going to have to take a mic. No. Let me tell you, no, let me tell you, no. let me tell you something that's funny about that. So I was talking with another Patreon member, Clifton, who's from New Orleans, and <laughs> Clifton said uh something about they do these guys realize there's no beer being served in Grace King? I'm like, are they going to find out? <laughs> so and uh, he said he would not advise a trip to Shishi's that night. No, that's no. why. You, that's why you keep a cooler in your car. <laughs> um, like seriously, fellas, Armando and Phil. Phil, I know you're from Philly, and you ain't scared of shit. I get it. I'm from New Orleans, and I'm the same way. You don't want to go to Shishi's right now. Trust me. Don't right now. Don't go it's, ever. There dude, you go. Good New job. Orleans. The east side of New Orleans right now. Uh, what did they I am beef? from what's, there, what's and the I don't want to see escape from New York. <laughs> what's the beef right now? It's not that. It's just it's not safe. And I no. know, I know, y'all are tough. I'm not questioning your toughness. All I'm saying is, you got to trust me on this one, fellas. What's causing all this in East New Orleans? I don't want to get into it. Gas, bro. I kept my head on a swivel the whole fucking time. Seriously, fellas, do not go to Shishi's that night. Don't. Trust me on this. I'd like you to have a good time in New Orleans and to be able to return home for your families. Get you some kamikazes. Laugh at the white girls acting stupid down in near the French Quarter. Get you a plate of fried seafood. And I make it go out there. Why not? What's dude? What's going on down there? The fuck. The quarter's not bad though, Harper. Fuck, bro. I ain't. I, now you're pushing it. I ain't scared of that. I ain't scared of that I, either. I and I ain't scared of that. And I'm a pale faced white boy. Fuck all that shit, bro. Harper, y'all, all these Hopper. listeners, are like, I bet Doc's like five foot five and in a mat, bro. You better watch out. Hopper, your your best buddy, um, Chuck, wants to go to Miss May's that night. 
Oh yeah, there's nothing wrong with 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 Miss Mays. They're back okay, in twenty four hours. So we gotta figure out Hopper, you know these animals are going on a party that night, so we gotta figure oh, out where yeah. we're gonna go after. We're getting fucked up from the floor up, dog. Get really? your girl to get some of her friends out going. Oh yeah. Hopper Hopper, should we go to the bay after or actually to a real bar? I don't I just I don't know what's going on afterwards. Uh, there's no after party scheduled like normal, right? I I don't know. Exactly, you don't know, so that's what I'm saying. I've never seen Crystal Pistol. Mm. We're gonna go to the Blue Oyster Hopper. All right. <laughs> a mouth is a mouth, bro. I mean, I'm just that's saying, right. you know. Don't let the tell the Hennessy ain't talking. I promise. But no. Um. Would hey? Would would seriously? Would Sasha go with you to a strip club? Hell no. Not a chance. That, that all y'all, all you people out there, hate on Doc and, and what's what's my wife's name? Lafonda, Lashonda, Juan Lafonda. Right. Juan my La wife will go party. She she'd be the one like, let's go to New Orleans and hang out. Fuck it. And then she'd be the like, white- what's stri- what strip club are we going to? Let's go. Fuck it. Ugh, who cares? Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, sure. You, yeah. W- you white women are shit. for real. I don't. What I'm Dude. saying is, my wife, my wife, my wife is not uptight. I wouldn't allow you to bring your wife in the shishis, okay? Oh, gosh. She would become a statistic in many ways. Yeah. Bruh, if okay. she walked in there, it would be like in a movie. It's like, like, well, I'm not going to a black scratches. strip club. I'm not, I'm not going to a black strip club. I want to go to, to see girls I want to see. Hopper, oh, what's I that would... supposed to mean? I'm not a fan yeah. of the sister in a sexual way. Of course you're not, racist prick. Especially the ones from Shishis. Oh. They probably got bullet holes in their ass and shit. No, just a C-section scar. Mm-hmm. Oh. Come on, Hopper. Grow up. Don't say that. Why are you going to say that about them women? Yeah. Fuck. I can't. How do you spell Shishis? Shishis. Oh, I was spelling with I. Pronoun. Dude, she, I she. am. Let me tell you something. I'm lucky. Oh, I don't say I'm lucky. I have been in that place, which is a hole in the wall, completely drunk out of my mind, oh, and yeah. survived. Let's get it. four stars, though. Yeah. yeah. Consider the source that's rating it. They don't. They don't have a website, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the Facebook page hasn't been updated since 2018. So what does that tell you? Let me see what this is. It's on the highway. It's on Chef Mentor. Yeah. yeah, it's on Chef. It's on the state highway. I guess. Right. If you want to call it that. Yeah. <laughs> God, that's outside the city. No, it ain't. Yeah. It's in New Orleans. I mean, yeah, like from the, from yeah. what people know. Right, exactly. I, I ain't talking about if you're unfortunate enough to live there. I mean, y'all, I mean, you got to get on a fucking I-10. It's and, and, further outside of downtown New Orleans than Metairie is. Right, exactly. Yes, it is. Yeah, it is. But Armando, Phil... I get it. You know, one of y'all from Cali. No, no. Bill Allen runs for the Eagles. Go to Shishis. There's, <laughs> there's a bunch of Nubian princesses just waiting for you. They go to one of those fucking modeling agencies, quote unquote, and they all got some fucking Asian. I guarantee. I guarantee. Asian Phil, city name here. Modeling I agency. Phil Allen's trying to move, roll into New Orleans that weekend, and he's like. I'm gonna find me some three or four white bitches, and I'm gonna turn them out and have a stable. 
Well, he's in the right place if he's in Metairie for that. I mean, yeah, plenty of that kind there. Get some thoroughbreds. <laughs> All right. Um, I think. Yeah, we, I think we've sold this wrestling show pretty well. <laughs> Look, here's the thing, man. X-rated got canceled last year. This isn't X-rated. And we don't know if there's going to be an X-rated this year. So July 31st, 2021 is the next closest thing. If you're in the area or not in the area, come on down. Come party with the Wildcat folks and the BTT Army. And you'll have a good time. And again, we're a small independent podcast. And we're drawing a crowd to an independent wrestling show. You name another small independent podcast that can do that. And um, yeah, I'll give them credit. But for now, it's us. It's the second annual get-together. And we hope you have a great time there if you're coming down. Again, make plans if you haven't already done so. Seats are still available, although I've heard from the head booker, floor seats are sold out, so I think only general admissions are available uh, at this point. But you can come on down, party with us all. Hey, get, you, get yourself a picture snap with Darren the D-Man. Boy, yeah. that's going to – Hopper, that's going to be the best part of it. <laughs> can you see Armando and Phil – those two animals. <laughs> hey, Don't D-Man. Dude, they're going to be drunk walking in the building. Why not? Looking yeah. for Darren to take pit. They, I think I think Armando said he was going to be drunk before he got there. Sure, why not? Well, Which, Armando, if you're listening. The only the key is you got to have the cooler in the parking lot so that you don't get a, start getting a hangover while you're sitting there not drinking. And then that ends your night. You got to keep sustaining the party. Armando, if you're listening, if you're drunk when you walk in, just don't act crazy, man. I, I don't have act, connections. Act that. a fool, bro. It's it's in <laughs> it's there, man. It's all for you. That's you're the nice. king. All right, hey, before we get out of here, just quick thing. Um, we already talked about it. July 31st, Wildcat New Orleans. Come on down if you're there. If not, fly on in, drive in, whatever it may be. Tickets still available. Just go to Wildcat's Facebook page. Also, hey, you want a video shout-out, life advice, relationship advice from the man, Hardbody Hopper? You know how to do it. First thing you got to do is email him, chrisharper16, wildcat with a K at gmail.com. PayPal him 20 bucks to cc30388cc at yahoo.com. If you missed any of that, go look at the show description, show notes. It's all there in the description of the episode. Lastly, check out our Vantage Point, the Retro Wrestling Podcast with Joe Murata and Michael Quinn, the northern version of BTT. Slightly classier, a little bit more professional, but still fun nonetheless. They support us. Please support them. And then check out the Bottom Line cast with Mike Pru and JV. They handle our ECW show on our Patreon feed. Check them out. Listen to them and uh, support them. On that note, I got nothing else. I think we're all tuckered out. I'm a little tipsy because for the first time in a while, I've had a little Hennessy for this show. Doc? Uh, uh, I'm sorry. Hopper, you hit the tagline. Fuck it, bitch. <laughs>